This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermeerva, and today in episode 213, I'm going to be talking to you about daily online puzzle games, how you can use them in your homeschool, and why you should use them in your homeschool. I'm sure you all know about Wordle. The craze has been around for a while now, and in fact, in episode 201, I talked about how you can create your own Wordle-type games that you can use for review in your homeschool. So if you haven't already listened to that, you can check it out. The link to it will be in the show notes, and so will all the links to all the games I'm going to tell you about. You can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. So I'm going to talk to you about a number of different types of games that are similar to Wordle, but the content matter is different. You could incorporate these into your homeschool as a fun way to learn new topics, or you could pick one or two of them that are more specifically focused in an area, um, and perhaps that's a, a subject that matter that you're going to be studying with one or more of your children, and you could use that as just extension. You could do this together as a family, and depending on the age of your children, you could make this decision also on how competitive your kids are, or you could compete and see who can get it the fastest, who can get it in the fewest guesses. Um, whatever works for you, go for it. All of these will increase your and your children's knowledge of various topics, and I think it's a really fun way of learning. There's no way you could do all of these. If you did, you'd just be playing all day. I do tend to do Wordle every day. And then there are one or two of these that I do fairly regularly. And other days when I come on vacation, I will uh, spend more time playing them. I didn't come across all these myself. Um, I got these from family and friends. And so I present to you all these different ones, and I'm sure there will be more. So also, if you know other ones that you think will be educational, I know some that aren't so educational, so I didn't include them, but come across to our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community, and share other ones that you may know about. So as we started with Wordle, and I'm, you know, I will put a link to it, but I'm assuming you know about that one. I'm going to go next into one my daughter-in-law told me about, and that is Tridal. And um, it's T-R-I-D-L-E. The way this works is it basically is three wordles combined. And you guess letters and it puts it in in the different words. That's about as much as I'm going to be able to describe to you. When you actually get onto it, there's obviously um, explanation, but also just playing it makes it obvious. And I think it's actually perhaps a little easier than Wordle. You can go and try it out yourself, but it definitely gives a different spin on it. And so if you're wanting a Wordle type game that isn't Wordle, try that one out. The next one is thanks to my friend Holly. Uh, she posts about it every now and again on Facebook. I don't get many of these correct. She does get a lot correct because she's an art teacher and I am not. So it's called Artle, A-R-T-L-E, and it comes from the National Gallery of Art. So it's nga.gov slash artl.html. 
how it works is it gives you a painting and you get to guess who you think the artist is. You, you type in and it like pulls up all the artists from a bank um, a list. So if you can't spell perfectly or if you can't remember his first name, that's fine because you do get a list to work from. And you only get four guesses. Though admittedly, if you haven't got it by four, you probably aren't going to get it. I only get it when it's the really obvious ones. Um, but the interesting thing is playing it. I do try to play it fairly often because I learn about artists that I didn't know about. And if you're playing this, you know, over breakfast with your kids, you could go and look up more information about um, the artist. And this is an easy way just to incorporate art in your homeschool without even having to use a curriculum. There is also a UK version of it, and this is Ardle.uk. This one gives you, um, you slowly unlock the, a painting. So it's a painting that you're guessing, and you see pieces of it, and it shows you more and more every time you get it wrong, and it shows you a bit more. I actually have seen paintings I did know, and I still didn't manage to get it. So I would say that that one's even harder than the US version. Then there is a geography one. And it's called Worldle. So it's like Wordle, but it's got an extra L. So it's World and then L-E. Um, and it's worldle.teuteuf.fr. We'll be in the show notes again. There's also an app version. This is my husband's favorite, and he plays it most days. It gives you the outline of a country, and you have to guess which the country is. You get six guesses. When you guess, when you're incorrect, which you know, I will be most of the time. It then tells you how far away the correct answer is and which direction. So even if at this point you're getting out a globe or an atlas and you're starting to, or even just, you know, Google Maps, even if you're starting to, to look up things, um, I've, I feel like a lot of these games, you're not really cheating if, you, if you're starting to like look with information you have because it gets you actually involved in the learning and gets your kids involved so you could kind of say okay this is what we guessed now it's telling us it's so many miles northwest let's go and see what it could possibly be in that area so that's the geography one then related to that is tradle t-r-a-d-l-e and it's oec.world slash en slash tradle this is an economics one um you get the exports from either a state or a country recently they've had states but before that they had countries so they they give you like a graphic representation of um the exports and then you guess and again when you guess and you get it wrong it tells you how far you are distance wise from the correct answer so there aren't there's no map outline um like the wordle world one but it's it also kind of gives it to you so you do need to use some geography um to figure it out. So often when I get it wrong, then I look and see, oh, it's actually meant to be so far west. And I realize, okay, I'm in the wrong continent or the wrong part of the US. And that gives me a better idea to guess. Oh, going back to the world old one, there is an app for it as well. And on the app, I think it's just on the app version, there is also flags. So you like have a bonus category. So once you've guessed um, the country, you can then go and it shows you a flag and you try and guess that. Then there is a map one called nerdle, n-e-r-d-l-e game.com. And in this one, you have to work out what the equation is. And it's definitely younger kids would struggle, but from upper elementary through middle and then high school could definitely do it. You, you're taking into account order of operations. 
you literally make the entire sum up. You, you put in the numbers, you put in um, parentheses, you put in uh, the operations that you're going to perform. So it's different and challenging. I, I've played it a few times and I have managed to win it. So that's a great one to practice math on. Then there is Samantha. Um, Noodle, by the way, I learned from a previous student. I saw her post. Um, so shout out to Casey, who uh, showed me that one. Um, Treadle was a child of mine. Um, Samantha was my sister-in-law, Helen. And this perhaps is the most frustrating of all the ones I played. You type in a word and you just start with any word. And then it tells you how close you are semantically. So basically the basic meaning of the word to the correct word. And you can keep guessing. You can have as many guesses as you want. Um, and you just really have to play this one to understand it. Um, there is a junior version as well as an adult version, so you can choose between them. I've actually didn't manage to win the junior version when I tried to play that, so it's still not easy. But it it is interesting because you start to think of what words relate to this word. Um, and it, it can be any part of speech, so it could be a noun or a verb or an adjective, which makes it really challenging. But you're starting to think about the category of the word, what what is it? And, and sometimes is there more than one meaning for this word, um, the way it's spelled, and it's just a lot about semantics. Um, so it's it's a fun one to learn new words. The, the adult version has definitely words that your younger children may not know. Uh, I remember, like, I think commissioner was one of the ones that I eventually got. And here, let me say, I do have to cheat I've, I've eventually kind of said, you know, words similar to this one and kind of looked through lists and looked at thes thesauruses. And even with that, it's taken me many, many guesses. You can just keep guessing that one. Then one which you're either going to love or hate. Again, this was introduced to me by one of my children. And I have now introduced that to many others. The, the whole of our family were playing this over the break while we were together and trying to get, get it correct before the other one. And it's called redactyl. The idea is it's, they take a um, Wikipedia page and they redact all the words, so basically black them out, apart from the uh, prepositions. And I think there may also be some conjunctions, but they're just a couple of words that are left in and everything else is gone. So you have to start by sort of guessing generic words just to kind of get some feel for it. And then you start to narrow it down. And it could be anything. It could be science. It could be um, pop culture. It could be a country. It could be a person. Uh, it could be just the one time the word was literally mud. That was the one I did not get because it, it's, it was just really hard to narrow it down. But you you start to learn about whole topics. Recently, it, it was all about a type of optics. Again, I often get to the point where I realize I've narrowed it down to I know the field that it's talking about, and I realize I do not know the term. So this particular time, it was non-linear optics. I did not know that word, those words. So, you know, but starting to Google the pieces that I did have correct, by that stage, I had polarization, I had waves, I had wavelength, I had light. So I knew the general idea, and then you start to read. And of course, as you read, you learn. So I think you can see how this is like a great way for your children to learn new topics. And you know, even if you're just doing this once a week together or just on vacation, um, whatever you're doing, it's just a really fun way to 
learn something that you wouldn't even have thought about before. The last one I'm going to talk about is only partially free. I actually pay for it. All the rest are completely free. And that is the New York Times mini games. Um, they have many crosswords, the crossword, and my personal favorite, the spelling bee. So my youngest daughter, daughter got me onto it. You can try it out free. And it lets you guess a number of the words. They give you seven letters. And there's one of those letters that you have to use in every word you create. Uh, you can, um, you have limitless number of guesses. And it tells you as you're going, how well you are doing. So it kind of goes through different levels and you're trying to get to genius level, which means probably about 90% of the words you found. I'm not sure exactly how the percentages match up. Twice I've actually managed to get literally every single word, but only twice. And I've been playing this for a while. But I do like to challenge my brain and see if I can, you know, how many words I can make. Again, you might make, sometimes I make a word and I don't know what the word means. And then I'll go and look it up. And again, this is a way that you could teach your children vocabulary because, you know, if all of you come up with the word or when you look the next day, because they always tell you, all of these things will tell you either on the day when you run out of um, hints or the next day, those that you can just keep going, like the redactyl and semantle and the spelling bee, the next day it will tell you what all the answers were. So I will look and I sometimes think I've never heard of that word and I'll look it up so that then I have learned a new word and hopefully next time I get some letters, I can use that word too. Um, so I eventually bought that and it costs $20 for a year and you get um, the full crosswords and all the spelling bee and I think there's some other games, but those are the ones that I like to play. I don't normally have time to play the full crossword. I know my one son and his wife try to see how quickly they can do the mini crossword in. My fingers just don't type fast enough. So that's a lost cause for me right from the start. I hope you enjoyed this. Those are a whole lot of new ones. As I said, I'm going to put all the links in. So if you're busy um, out running errands um, and you didn't have a pen and paper nearby you, uh, just go to the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and you will find these all there. And I would love to know if you enjoyed this. If you did really enjoy this episode, won't you share it with a friend that helps us to get known? maybe post it on social media, uh, whatever it is, just tell somebody that you know loves these kinds of games so that they will learn some new ones. Obviously, I would also love a rating and review because that really helps us too. Well, thanks for listening in and I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.